This episode of No Meat Athlete Radio is brought to you by Athletic Greens, a complete whole food supplement with 75 plant-based ingredients working together to help with 11 different areas of your health. Learn more at athleticgreens.com slash no meat. Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to No Meat Athlete Radio. Okay, go ahead. You talk first. All right. <laughs> wait, wait. Wait, wait. All right, go ahead. Should I, should I talk first? Yeah, all right. Go ahead. Okay, all right. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. Go ahead. Happy New Year, everybody. It is Doug Hay here on a bit of a different Nobody Athlete Radio slash Health Made Simple Healthcast. We're kind of doing a combo episode because our dear friend Matt is sick and unable to do anything this week. So filling in for Matt is Sid Garza-Hillman and for today's episode of No Meat Athlete Radio and for the health cast, I guess I'm filling in. Filling in. Is that right? Yeah. Both substitute teachers. We just got, we just, we just got called to fill in for the day. But yeah, so for <laughs> health mates, just to be clear, clear, for health made simple listeners, Doug is joining me. Pretend that he's Matt. And for the No Meat Athlete Radio listeners, um, I'm going to pretend that I'm Matt. Uh, I don't not know. actually yeah okay. i don't know if you want to pretend like i, you're I don't want to pretend no. um but no, yeah but poor matt he got hit pretty hard and um yeah yeah so I, I hear he has some walking pneumonia it was his official diagnosis he does and i am you know i'm a nutritionist so i i think that probably eating more meat would take care of that problem <laughs> yeah. but that's just me more on that in the next, later later in the episode yeah. on the next no meat athlete radio <laughs> episode no so for no meat athlete radio listeners uh you know that we have taken about a month off um both while matt was traveling and then the holidays and i was on a few weeks of paternity leave from no meat athlete uh and so and we're excited to be back i'm excited to be back and i look forward to jumping in with a regular episode next week but um this is going to be really fun this is gonna be different we're going to talk about the new year New Year's resolutions or goals or intentions or kind of see how, just have a discussion on what we think about um, healthy, healthy living within the new year. Isn't that right? I think that's exactly right. And, you know, it's not like the first time either of us has, and Matt has had a discussion about, you know, goal setting or resolutions. And, and I think we have, you know, probably pretty similar opinions about it, but I think it's it's definitely worth a yearly discussion because we kind of come out of the shoot, you know, guns a-blazing, you know, when, sure. when, when New Year's Day hits and we're like, okay, now I've just, you know, ransacked my body for the last two weeks during the holidays, <laughs> you know, and now I'm going to clean everything up. And, and unfortunately, or just the reality is that that doesn't typically work out for most people and i think that it's it's a it's a bigger discussion of you know maybe a, a way to approach goal setting and a way to approach um you know life improvement and i think it's so it's like a broader discussion i think in other words new year's resolution sort of sparks a broader discussion sure and i i understand the appeal to giant new new year's resolutions you know it's it is a clean slate in a, in many ways just because it is the calendar year i mean it's, certainly it's made up and um you know, it's not really like anything's changing from the end of December to the beginning of January, but it feels a little different. And with the winter, it just, I don't know, for some reason in my head, it, it feels a little different going into a new year. So I understand the appeal of trying to kind of reset or recalibrate um, at the new year, but it doesn't always really work out that way. And many times you have good 
ideas, you have good motivations, but they don't, they, they fall short, right? Yeah. They, well, they, you know, because like any, at any, and like you said, I just did a, I think you saw that video, but I did a video like it is made up just January 1st. It's not qualitatively different than December 31st. And, but, but so fine, we made that distinction up and because we made it up, it, then we have the ancillary feeling that it's different and we wake up on January 1st and we go, okay, like you said, clean slate. And it's a, it's a, it's a rough thing because like any other time of year, it is about setting a goal that is achievable. And Matt and I kind of go around and around a little bit about this because he's, he's more of like a set a big goal and just like tell everybody about it, like put it out into the world. And I totally see that um, way to approach. I, I, I do. Uh, but at the same time, sometimes I, well, here's what I think. I think you have to be in the right headspace to be able to pull that off because if you fail at that big goal, I want you to be in the headspace to like, okay, well, I put it out there. It didn't work out. I'll set a new goal. But for some people, they're not in that right space and they take that failure pretty hard. And I think that that may be one of the reasons why when diets fail, people often not only gain the weight back that they had before, but additional, you know, and that kind of biggest loser recent failure, you know, in the, in the media, people feeling really guilty and shameful. I, I'm fine with goals, but be ready if you fail to be like, okay, well, I'll set a new goal. And that's a, that's a, a you got to get in that place to do that. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think that that is the big uh, <laughs> beef, <laughs> for lack of a better word, <laughs> with uh, with goals is that it is a kind of a pass fail thing. You know, you, you set a goal, you say, "I want to run a marathon," or "I want to eat whole foods," or "I want to be a vegan." Um, you know, and then it, as soon as you don't do that, then it's a failure. And where does that leave you? What have you learned from the process? What uh, you know, are you any closer to doing, being able to do it next time? Or are you just so bummed out and so discouraged that you just give up on that goal? You give up on that goal completely. Um, but what I think is a little bit better is, is, is setting up, uh, systems or small goals, setting up a process for you to get from where you are now to where you want to be. And maybe that is, Maybe maybe that starts with the big goal, so that you can have that end goal, that a place, that defined place where you want to go. Man, I am going on a lot of lack of sleep, and my my words are not you're, coming out. You know, you're well. sound, you know, what you're sounding like a new dad. <laughs> Just yeah. and, and wait, what were we talking about? What were we talking about? <laughs> yeah, I, I can hear my. I don't know if you can hear this. But I can hear Eliza crying in the background, and that's like all I can think about right now. This is uh, this is going to be a, a long half hour. So bear with us, <laughs> listeners. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I'm still tired from the twins, so I'm st- <laughs> yeah. I'm still lack of sleep from eight years ago. <laughs> anyway, um, I think what you're talking about is 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 what I was going to mention, which is like setting tiers of goals. And I, and I don't think, I don't want to overcomplicate anything. I call it an umbrella goal. You know, mm. keep your eye on the ball of your, your major goal, which might even be bigger than eating plant-based. It's even bigger than that, which is I want, I'm going to, I'm going to treat myself better this year. I'm going to be healthier this year. I'm going to increase my health and make it a real general thing. Then you can fill in like a, a tier below that, which is, okay, well, one of the things I'm going to do is to attempt to eat whole plants. That, that's going to be my, I'm going to go whole plant-based. But then under that is, okay, let's get to the nitty-gritty of what can I do right now to start the ball rolling? And I think that's where the, the stuff happens that people either succeed with or fail with, which is they take on too much today. And th- so to kind of, I know this is for no media athlete, but it's also for Health Made Simple members. And so my concern when Matt and I crafted this uh, plan, we both had a concern, and this can go, by the way, for anybody listening to the No Meat Athlete, if you're on a meal plan or you follow something, it doesn't matter if it's ours or not. It's just that when you have that 
plan laid out for you in writing, and it's there, mm-hmm. there's that, that temptation of like, okay, well, the New Year's Day is the day that I'm going to now dive into this plan 100%. And that's, that's a concern to me because that's too much. When you, I mean, that's kind of like, what's your experience with that kind of thing? Yeah, right. I mean, when you dive in 100%, if you're not ready to fully commit 100%, or, or if you... Um... <laughs> Jesus is crazy, man. Why don't you... <laughs> <laughs> I think what Doug is trying to say... No. <laughs> guy, I mean, I had to... Yeah, because you, you, I guarantee you, you're up something like 2 o'clock, 2.45, 3.15, and then and, and then you had a cup of coffee. That's but, probably that's my... That's my that so it's okay. You look cute, Doug. Oh, I'm looking you. at him on video. He looks fantastic. Just just sit still and look pretty. Oh, yeah. You heard that song? Yeah. My daughter loves that song. So there you go. I just it's quoted that song. Yeah, I'm, I'm hip that way. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> that, is the, that is the inclination for people that – or some people that, that like, okay, New Year's Day, that's a perfect time. I'm going to get some friends together and we are going to nail this down and we are going to go bat out of hell. And you do for a while and it feels amazing for the first couple of weeks where you're just like all cylinders are firing and – but like any habit change, and Matt and I have talked about this ad nauseum on the Health Made Simple, and I know you guys have talked about it on No Me Athlete Radio, um, life t- takes over. And if you place a huge change on top of the things that you already do all day, all the re- behaviors and habits that you're used to doing, including commuting and all the job stuff and brushing your teeth and feeding the kids and packing your lunch and all the things you do, and you pay- place this major shift on there, it can lead to either burnout or failure and or both. And I think that to just be mindful of what you're getting into because it's kind of a buzzkill in a way. What I'm telling you is like don't go big, but it's not really what I think Doug and I are saying. I think we're saying go big, but do it smartly. Right. Do it intelligently. It sounds a little bit like you're you're – Promoting a like kind of a small steps approach. It's to almost make like a, a big small. Change. That's a very good term. Small steps. I'm going to use that. I'm yeah. going to use. Um, you should give me credit though for it. If you're I don't. It's Doug Hayes small steps <laughs> approach. I think, but but that's the truth. And and so it's like it's never to take away massive goals. It's never to to say oh don't don't dream big. Of course, dream big. Mm-hmm. We're interested in success. We're interested in making you successful at those things that's that's just like everybody can have i can have the same goal that doug that you have doug but we go about it two different ways one of us succeeds one of us doesn't but the goals are the same and so that's the new year's discussion we're having you know like how do you craft that right so you you mentioned this idea of the umbrella goal or kind of this really lofty massive goal of the example that you that you had was uh eating healthy or being, you know, becoming a healthy person. Um, and that is so undefinable, you know, I, and I, and I, I struggle with goals like that where you don't really have a place where you can succeed or, or fail. Um, and, and I, I realize that that is kind of the problem with goals is right. If you fail, then they're often, it's too discouraging, but if you never really have an endpoint, if you haven't, don't have something that you can, that you can define and say, this is what I need to do to get there, or this is what I need to do to to succeed, then it's too lofty, and you kind of just give up before you get started. Uh, what do you think about those types of of goals? Those kind of to- totally agree, and and that's why like for me, what I said was like tears. So where the where the particulars come in, and the actual logistics of it mm-hmm. come in in the lower tiers. But I I what I advocate for in my work is to say keep your eye on the lofty 
undefinable goal, which is the very basic things that we're looking for when we go to a meal plan like Health Made Simple or when we go to a marathon training plan like when you're you know, on the Rock Creek, like ultra training. Like you get into that because in theory, it's something that you enjoy and you want joy from and you want to add to your life. And I think we often forget those very core things and get swept up into what am I eating on Wednesday and what am I, what's my training plan today. And I think that when we remember that really what we're doing for this is to be happy and healthy and vibrant and have fun in our lives, then we're going to be a little smarter in the way that we implement the changes to get there because we don't want to be miserable along the way. We don't want to cause ourselves misery in trying to be happy because it doesn't quite work out that way. So it's just, to me, it's like you can then say, okay, well, I want to be happy and healthy and vibrant. That's my lofty, undefinable, I don't know if I'm going to pass or fail on that at the end of the year, but, but to get there, I'm going to now implement an exercise plan mm-hmm. and, I'm an, and that plan is going to be that I'm going to run a 10K by June. And the other thing is I'm going to go to whole plant-based you know, diet and I'm going to do that and it's going to, I'm going to give myself three months to do that. And, that's, and I'm going to do that by May 1st or whatever. I'm going to be whole, 100% whole plant. I think those are excellent things to do. It just allows you along the way to say if things aren't working out or you're causing yourself amazing amounts of stress, it gives you the freedom to change those goals or adjust them because they're affecting your overall goal, which is to actually bring joy into your life. You don't want to make yourself miserable between now and May. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's kind of the way I've come to approach goals in general, even if it is something more defined like running an ultra marathon is when, once you set that kind of bigger goal or that final goal you take a step back and look at at what needs to happen to you know to to get yourself there so maybe the next step below that would be to um, run a marathon if, if it's a 50k goal and the next step might be to run a marathon all right so then you got to start training for a marathon but before you do that you need to start building base mileage and that kind of thing so you're you're breaking this the goal up into micro goals um, and that gives you both a pathway to reach the big goal, and it also gives you more approachable things that you can do that don't take nearly as long that will give you still uh, kind of the benefit of achieving something. Um, and if you and if you fail at them, they're not they're not so big, they're not so disappointing that you can't continue moving on. But you just kind of readjust and and take that take on that that smaller goal uh, once again. Yeah, and I think I think what you touched upon, and very eloquently, by the way, I feel your brain is finally kicked in. Oh, thank Doug, you. Thank Doug, you. Doug, it's, Doug's it's, with it's, us. It's, it's we're, we're, back. we're back. We're back. Coffee. Thank God for coffee. I don't even know how people had kids before coffee. Maybe they didn't. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, um, but fa- but I think what you touched upon was the concept of failure, and I think what we really really want to touch upon is that concept of failure because failure can be looked at like if I didn't make my 100% plant-based goal by May 1st, I failed. And the way that I I look at it two different ways. One is first of what I want to first say is just let put failure in the trash. Because because as soon as you embark on that goal, to me, you're taking on your life, you're treating yourself better, you're saying I'm worth giving this a try. And I mm-hmm. think that's a success. So yeah, you fail at the freaking date that you made up. But you succeeded in showing up to the starting line, that, that kind of issue. And so that's one way is just to like take failure all the way out of that thing, all the way out of the picture. But the other way to look at it is just 
putting failure in one section over here and then there's but there's still success over here and if you're just focused on the date and the end goal you'll think the entire process was a failure but really you may have made amazing improvements you may be 98 percent whole plant-based by may 1st but you're going to think you're a failure if you're just focusing on that deadline but you could be like oh my god look how amazingly well i succeeded it's like you run the marathon you only run 24 miles of it and you have to quit because you're too tired and you go i failed and you're like you just ran 24 miles like that's that's amazing and it's a long process and you're just beginning this process you know what i mean yeah and i I think that that is one of the one of the reasons why it's so important when you're setting any sort of goal or when you're making trying to make any sort of self-improvement is to look at the intention or the motivation behind whatever goal you've just set and really focus on that meditate on that write it down you know is is it really to run a marathon or is it is it really to go 100 percent plant-based or is it to move towards that, you know, what's the spirit of this goal? What is the spirit of whatever improvement I'm trying to make? And as long as you're able to, for me anyway, as long as I'm able to maintain that spirit and, and achieve that, that, the spirit of whatever I've set out to do, then that I consider that a win. And sure, I might be disappointed that I only ran 24 miles instead of 26.2, didn't get the finisher's medal, didn't get the space blanket, you know, right. um, you don't you have to tell my colleagues that I failed. No. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. But, well, but, no, that's, but, but it is, that's part of it, right? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, that's a big part of it. Um, yeah. But if you've still achieved so much and, and then you can, you can be proud of that and you can be um, excited about that. And then hopefully you can use that for motivation to go back and try again or, or to do something else with whatever you've uh, improved upon. Yeah. And I think, I think the, the, the bigger picture part of what you said there is, you know, getting used to setting goals and resetting goals. You know, like if you fail at this goal, you set a new one. And I think, but like we started this discussion by saying, you know, you got to be in the right mindset for that because you have to be in the mindset of like, oh, I didn't, my, I didn't make that goal. I'll, I'll try for another one. And that's a, that's a not, I included, I'm not, I wouldn't, you know, I'm not always prepared for that. You know, in my, I have not always been prepared for that in my life. I put a lot of, uh, you know, put a lot of pressure on that one goal kind of thing. I think I've, you know, definitely improved being a small stepper as I am to, to not put all my eggs into that one goal thing and to understand that it's in context of my entire life. And, um, I will relate this back to what I talked to you about on your podcast, which was my untraining for my ultra, because that was exactly the reason I, I wanted to do this thing that gave me joy, but I didn't want the stress of the process, but I wanted to, you know, I did things on the way. I just didn't do it the way that I usually did it before, which did cause me more stress, all that kind of training. And had I failed the day that I ran the race in terms of not finishing the race, I would have been bummed. There's no doubt about it. But at the same time, I think I I still would have totally gotten value from the process and learned from the process. And I think when it comes to things like New, New Year's resolutions, to learn from the process, to say, you know, okay, maybe you just are like, you hear us and you go, well, that sounds good, but my friends and I were going to go to the gym an hour every day. And three weeks from now, you, you burn out because one of you goes on a trip and you go, oh, we'll, we'll resume in three days. And then you, it breaks the routine and you're, and you're out and you feel, oh, I failed. But if you come at it and say, well, what did I learn? Well, one thing I learned is that that's too much for me. Another thing I learned is when I was at the gym, I did spin. I didn't really like spin, but I love yoga. Okay, well, maybe there's a way that I can do yoga at home. You know, there's like mm-hmm. takeaways. But if you look at just that thing of like an hour every day, then you become militant and you're, and you know, Matt and you and I have always talked about how willpower is a, is a, a finite resource. And when you burn that out because you push yourself too hard, it just doesn't feel good, you know? And so, but when you do that, if that happens anyway, 
take away some information that you can use for to, in how you craft your next goal. Yeah. And that's all well and good, Sid. And I'm, I'm with you for the most part. Thanks, Doug. <laughs> but the problem is that the one hour a day at the gym or those, those kind of really militant goals are pretty sexy, right? And they're motivating and they're fun to share with people and they're fun to do with other people. And I think that that's why they're so attractive uh, in the new year or in, in general. Uh, so what I like to do with that and what I like, where I like to kind of focus those energies is with challenges. And I'm a big fan of challenges, 30-day, 50-day challenges, even seven-day challenges. I, I, the way I went vegan was with a, started with a seven-day challenge. Um, right. Um, and w- what that does is that gives you the opportunity to um, say, I'm, okay, I'm going to go for a, to the gym every day for, for 10 days or 30 days or for the first month or whatever. Um, and you can get excited about that. You can get motivated about, about that. But when you burn out, you know that the end is within sight, right? If you do it for the whole year of 2017, that's 365 days. That is a lot of days and a lot of time at the gym, right? right. And you're most likely going to fail and then you're going to get discouraged by it. Um, but if you can do a challenge, then that kind of feeds that hunger for, uh, for that, you know, whatever those strict militant rules. But then at the end, you can kind of decide, okay, I know I can't sustain this long term, but I have learned these things. I have learned that I love yoga. I have learned that I can uh, cut out meat, you know, every meal but dinner and, and feel comfortable with that or, or something like that. And, um, and then you can use that to then continue progressing throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, and I totally agree. I mean, it's, it's like when you run a race where like what I did in this last race was, was one, basically run aid station to aid station. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to get to the next aid station. It wasn't like I'm going to get 31 miles and I'm going to run the four miles to the next aid station, you know? And, and I think that mentally works for a lot of people. And I totally agree with that. Again, I think y- if you set a 30 day challenge, let's say, and, mm-hmm. it, and, or if you set a seven day challenge, you have to understand that may be too big for some people, right. just a seven day challenge. You still have to be okay with saying, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set this seven-day challenge and I'm going to go for it. But I understand that if I, – I, I just want people to know before they even bar, embark even on the seven-day challenge that just because they maybe aren't going to make the seven days doesn't mean they're not going to learn a ton in that seven days and be able to recraft and retool and embark on another seven-day or whatever that is. You still have to be okay with failure. And I think – or, you know, throw it out the window like I said. And yeah. so – when it comes to things like this meal plans and the and the training plans, it, it's like you look at that thing and you go, okay, well, I'm going to do this thing perfectly, so-called, but that may be too much for you. For for a lot of people listening to this who aren't plant-based, let's just use plant-based as an example because it's called No Meat Athlete Radio and Health Made Simple, but um, seven days going 100% may be too much because right. they've got kids and they've got, they're cooking for their families and they don't want to have to cook a separate meal and their spouse has no interest in this at all and is like pissed about it. And, you know, there's all these like lifetime fact, lifestyle factors that come into play and, and it sounds really good. Oh, my friend and I, we're going 100% plant-based, but when push comes to shove tonight, they don't want to have a bunch of, you know, arguments in the house. And so it's like, ah, you know, and so I think, it's what kind of seven-day challenge? Maybe your seven-day challenge is you're like you went all the way, but you didn't have a kid at the time, right? Right. And so maybe your some somebody's seven-day challenge is for breakfast. I'm going to do a plant-based breakfast every day for seven days, and maybe that's an excellent challenge. But I still think you have to be mindful of where this is going to fit into your life. That's where the small steps idea comes in. Yeah. No, I, I I'm with you, and I think um, you know for I think that the challenges and kind of the all-in challenges are good for people who who really 
have that desire to go all in, right? It, it may be too big to do a month. It may be too big to do seven days. But um, if if you don't, if you have that desire to go all in, just saying I'm going to eat plant based breakfast isn't isn't motivating enough, right? I mean, yeah. for, for for some people. Yeah, yeah, um, totally agree. And and so I think you have to kind of gauge where your motivation levels are, what's realistic within your situation, whether you have a family or a, or a spouse or something that that is just not going to be behind that goal at all. Then then you know seven days is probably way too too big of a challenge. But um, you know, figure out what's realistic and what where your motivations are, and and kind of adapt your challenge or set your challenge up uh, that way. That's kind yeah. of what I recommend. One hundred percent. I recommend the same thing because <clears throat> what I always say is, you know, not everybody's small steps are the same. So it it is like what you're ready for and what you want. And and I think you know, given let's say just you when you did that seven day challenge, like you didn't. I'm guessing you didn't have a bunch of life constraints. Like I don't know what your job looked like, or you. But I know you didn't have children, and I know you didn't have a commute, and you know. So and I know you're lazy, so it probably was laying on a couch, and so that's easy to eat plant based <laughs> if you're eating if you're sitting on a couch all day. But exactly. Yeah. But but the point is is. It, it, it is up to the person. And, and so for some people listening to this, and I want to be very clear, I don't think Doug or I are saying don't go bat out of hell guns ablazing on January 1st. I am absolutely not saying that. I'm saying if you have friends and you're like, we are doing 100% plant-based, I say go for it. But just in the back of your mind, understand why you're doing it, what you're ready. And if you think you're ready for 100% turnover, because some people are, I think that's excellent too. But understand that if you don't make it, that 30 days or whatever you said, or maybe you just said, I'm going plant-based forever starting today. If you don't make it, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Mm-hmm. Uh, understand that, <clears throat> excuse me, that you probably made, you're going to make some serious gains. You're going to experiment. You're going to learn. You're going to try it for the, you're going to try it. I think that's an amazing success just to try it because look at what that means. I'd rather put the importance on the fact that you <clears throat> did want to do this for yourself. I think that's that lock on to that because then you're going to be fine making the next goal, which may be just as big as this goal, but you're going to do it again. You're going to keep coming to that starting line. And I think that that's, that's, I think that that's the way to go. Do, do, you, do you know this um, ultra runner named Errol Rocket Jones? You heard of him? No. He's, 60, he's 65-year-old ultra out of um, San Francisco, but he's actually doing the Mendocino Coast 50K. I just got an email. Oh, cool. and so I'm really excited. He's kind of like an icon. He's just this old guy. But there's a great video on him um, on YouTube called the pleasure and the pain or something but he hasn't he's 65 and it's been three years since he's run a hundred mile and he's 65 by the way so he's he's feeling this like he wants to know he's still got it and there's a lot of pressure but he keeps showing up and I, and then like, like that's the thing he doesn't quit because he's failed at multiple hundreds in the last three in the last three years he's he's di- you know dnf'd multiple hundreds in the last three years but he doesn't stop showing up Right. Those are huge lofty goals, but he knows the business of ultra running. He's done this his entire life and he's been, by the way, vegan for 46 years, like totally this awesome guy. But he understands the nature of the goal, which is to keep showing up to the starting line. And I think, you know, coming out of December uh, of December of the stress of holidays and the eating and everything and to come January 1st with a clean slate and say, I'm coming to the starting line, I think it's fantastic. <clears throat> but you got to keep showing up to the starting line. Yeah. You know, Sid, that is a really good point. And I'd like to pick up there, but first, let's thank our sponsors. This episode of No Mean Athlete Radio is brought to you by Athletic Greens. 
Matt and I talk a lot about how we eat, run, and even wake up during our ideal days. But sometimes, whether you're traveling or just super busy, the ideal is no longer a reality. I'm learning that now more than ever with a three-week-old kid wrecking havoc on any routine I have ever created. Oh, but I love her for it. Thankfully, there are products like Athletic Greens that offer a simple solution to getting what you need easily and efficiently. Athletic Greens is the most complete whole food supplement available with 75 ingredients working together to help with 11 different areas of your health. It has everything from prebiotics to probiotics to adaptogens to hormone support. And of course, it's totally vegan friendly with absolutely no animal products or byproducts. For the past few weeks, I have relied daily on Athletic Greens by just adding a scoop to plain water or including it in my morning smoothie if I'm able to make that happen. Athletic Greens is offering NMA Radio listeners like yourself almost $100 worth of bonuses if you grab some Athletic Greens today. Visit athleticgreens.com slash no meat to learn more. So if you were listening to this, uh, either with Health Made Simple or on No Meat Athlete Radio, and you're, you're thinking, I do want to make a change to what I'm eating in the new year. That is, that is my goal. What, what kind of steps would you recommend that people start with? Well, I think <clears throat> I think people would start with first um, understanding. I you know I think it always comes down to knowledge. I think knowledge first, which is in the right context, phenomenal. So, <clears throat> if you want to know kind of what to do, there's resources like Health Made Simple, but there's a, a tons of different books and things like that that, can, that you can get into and say, learn that thing. And then first and foremost, to me, is always you know knowledge is like ten percent. The ninety percent is the implementation to say, okay, well, I want to make this change long term. So what can I take right now and start and and be okay to start as small as as possible? Matt and I have literally told people who are on health made simple like one meal a week. If that will start you in that process, then that is what will start you in that process. If that will not cause you stress or minimal stress, then then that's where you start. Period. Because some people think, oh, I'm I'm failing. I'm only doing three meals a week, and we're like, you're not failing. That's amazing. You're on your way. Like it's great, great. The recipes are there. Like good. You know. So have fun with it and um and and experiment with the amount that you're able to take on. Yeah. The only thing I'd add to that is really just take a look at at your goal, um, whatever that is, and really think about what it will take to get there. You really break it down. Take write notes. You know, write a a list of, of things that and actions you need to take in order to to start getting there. Whether that's prepping food on Sundays or um, you know, or or cutting out snacks at the you know if you if you're cutting out snacks to mid mid <laughs> mid work week or mid work day if if your treat is typically not a vegan one um, you know look at at things where you're that are holdups that are going to keep hold you back from being successful within that goal and then um, man. I am telling you. I, this I'm, is I, I, I totally understand. I totally understand. We <laughs> you need understand to have what a, I'm saying? Here? Okay, next time we do this, we're going to have an interpreter. <laughs> yeah. Let's have an interpreter. You'll talk I, and then they'll interpret. I honestly think what? I should have just what? put my three-week-old in front of the microphone and it would have come out a little bit better than what, <laughs> what I'm what doing. Doug, what Doug is trying to say is that, um, is that yeah, you, you, you really get it, – it's like – when push comes to shove, there's things that sound fantastic, but when you actually think, oh, wait, but then I have to go – I talk about this a lot when I teach nutrition, for instance. I go, I want people to connect when you make a decision to eat healthier to your own health and happiness because if you think it's because I don't want to have cancer in 20 years, that's fine, but then you think, 
oh, but then I want dinner tonight. Okay, I'll start tomorrow because right. it's I got twenty years to. I'll, I'll start tomorrow. But if you actually think like I want to start feeling better now, I'm gonna start looking better now. I want to start feeling better in my body now. Then you start going. Okay, where are the places I can make changes? Like you were saying, like okay, middle of every day I have. Somebody brings donuts to work. Well, I'm going to pack crackers and hummus and some celery stock, you know, just quick stuff. And I'm just, I'm going to snack on that one day a week. I'm going to do that instead of the donuts. And that's a great thing. And when you do that, that's major because you, you, you teach yourself that you actually have the ability to do it. So you have the strength to do it. Once you understand that game on, then you just start adding because you go like, yeah, of course I can do this. I can actually pull this off. And secondly, you learn that it tastes good and you start to feel a little bit better. Who knows? And it just, it just, you dive in and it changes your world in a very profound way, even if you dive in in the smallest of ways. And I think we're looking, all of us are looking for a, a fulfilling, enjoyable life. And, and some of us are looking for even profound changes. But I think we have to understand that some kind, sometimes those profound changes happen in, in the very subtle, small ways, even little actions that make a huge difference. What you said. Beautiful. You said it first, Doug. And I just really <laughs> wanted to reinterpret what you were saying. Oh, man. If there's a new No Read Athlete Radio listener here, they're going to think I'm a little crazy. But, but this is Doug good. just had a bit. How old's your baby? Uh, it'll be three weeks tomorrow. Three, okay. So three weeks ago, Doug Hay and his wife Katie had a baby. So everybody's going to give Doug Hay a pass. In fact, this one is going to get this, this episode is going to get the best reviews of ever because they're just going to yeah. give you the most just low bar. <laughs> Doug was fantastic. He was, couldn't have been better. Um, anyway, well, Hello. congratulations to you, Doug. But Thanks. so are we, what do you think? I mean, are we kind of, do you think people are clear? I what think so. I think people, uh, you know, have a good idea of, of where we, how we approach New Year's resolutions and goals in general. And, uh, you know, I would encourage everyone to to take on something this year and, and use this as an opportunity to at least think through of, of a way, some way that they can improve, you know, whether that's that's running related or food related or anything, you know, any any productivity, whatever, whatever you need to work on. Um, and I'd encourage anyone to, to use the new year as an excuse to get started with something, but use what the systems we talked about, think through how you're setting that goal and how you're approaching that goal uh, and how you're approaching the possibility of failure. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll just finish by saying there's two ways you can go about it and we're totally fine either way. One is go guns a blazing and make a, just a massive, just I'm going bad out of hell on this. But before you start, understand that if you fail, fine, you went bad out of hell and then do it again or retool it the next time. Or don't go bad out of hell. Understand what you also want, which is huge life change too. But start out by you know making your resolution to start out with one meal a week. There's two ways to go about it. I think different personalities come out at different ways that works for them. And if you don't know which personality you are, choose one. Don't It doesn't make mm. any difference. Dive into one. If you do one meal a week, and it just seems like this is nothing, then ramp it right up. I mean, next week, do five meals a week go or, you know, 10 meals a week. Like, just ramp that up because you may be like, oh, I guess I was able to take on more. Fine. Two weeks and you're like, you're going huge. It's amazing. So it's just, it's, it is a process of discovery of, of your own inclinations, your own ability to do sustainable change and, and how you're best wired to, 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 to do that. Absolutely. So thanks, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, thanks to the Health Made Simple people for letting me fill in for Matt, and thanks Sid for filling in for Matt on the Meet Athlete Radio. Uh, why does Matt get 
is Matt such a huge personality that he gets two people to fill in for him? I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's fair. What, what's up with that? that I weird. know Matt gets two. I'm not here, so two pe. Two. I'm the <laughs> man. I'm, I'm the of two men that have to fill in for <laughs> me when I'm not. Oh man. Anyway, I don't, well, I don't know about happy that. Year to you, Doug. Thanks. Happy New Year to you and, and uh, happy New Year to all No Meat Athlete Radio listeners and all Health Made Simple members. You guys are awesome. Keep um, taking care of yourselves well and and uh, have fun this year. Absolutely. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.